Hello, this is Ben Eshmade and welcome to the King's Place podcast. Saxophone, guitar, drums and bass make up the Mercury Quartet from Manchester, but the sound they create is anything but what you'd expect. Drawing from the likes of classical, rock and roll, grunge and dubstep, saxophonist Tom Thorpe joined me to explain more via Skype. I think it's great for us to get down to London and to be playing in such a fantastic venue kind of so early on really in, in the whole process of putting the band together. We did Manchester Jazz Festival last year and that was our first kind of real proper gig really. We'd only done a couple of small club gigs before then. Okay, okay, then that begs the question, I mean, how, how did you come together in the first place? Well, three of us met while we were studying at the uh, at the RNCM uh, in Manchester and kind of, well, I put the band together really trying to do, I'd been playing with a quartet before then that had been very kind of traditional, you know, bass and, and uh, upright bass and, and, and piano kind of thing and I wanted to do something a little more electronically uh, edged. We uh, kind of put a thing together with uh, with guitar and, uh, and bass guitar instead and trying to write some slightly different music, I suppose. And uh, so it just started out with just some mates from college and that's, well, that's how it stayed, really. <laughs> and did you, did you like, lock yourself in a practice room for a long period of time before you, you performed? It kind of evolved, really. The sound and, and the approach that we, we now take kind of evolved over a little bit of time. I, um, I, think, I think we started to learn very quickly what worked and what didn't work in terms of... One of the big things that we try and do with, with, with the music that we're doing is we're trying to kind of subtly bring in other sounds and other ideas from other music that isn't our kind of jazz tradition, you know. And I think we kind of learned where the boundaries were. And actually, when it comes to sitting down and improvising, you learn the most about the material and the, the boundaries of that material and the other musicians from the surprises that happen on the gigs. We're quite an improvisatory band. We like to have long periods of time when we're improvising and you learn so much about the other, other players in the band and the sound of the band as a whole through just through that process of improvising. I always find with improvising that, in theory, it's quite scary. You're sitting there and you've got to play something, and if you don't play anything, there's there's silence. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, I mean, you talk about you say like it quite being quite scary. Um, you don't play in the silence. I think silence is the main thing. I think I think when you're improvising, it's very easy um, to play too much. So uh, actually, looking for that space and and finding musicians who will help to uh, make the most of that space is is, is the real thing. That's the thing I really like about the guys we've got. We've, we've got together and we, we, we can really listen to each other in a very interactive and play in a very interactive way. And I think some, some, some amazing things have happened. What, what, one gig in particular, and um, we played at Jersey Jazz Festival in April. There's a tune called Viper, which is on the album. And it's suddenly somehow in the middle of one of my solos from 
maybe about three notes that I'd played, which might suggest a certain rhythmic thing. We ended up in this kind of really, really kind of almost dancey kind of Cuban Latin vibe from, from, from nowhere. And that was picked up from, from about three notes that I played that somebody then developed. And it's, it's brilliant to have a band like that where the guys are keeping you on your toes and are having fun with it and being dangerous and, you know, allowing things to happen, which don't normally happen. Um, it's such, it's just, just a, the best thrill to be playing with people like that, you know. One thing you mentioned earlier that I wanted to sort of pick up on was that uh, you know you found the boundaries of the, of the genres, so you didn't go too rocky, you didn't go too 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 whatever. I think I think one thing we really wanted to be able to do was for them not to be superficial kind of nods towards certain things, and I think particularly in the British scene at the moment, that's definitely what's evolving. This kind of it's not just a hip hop influence thing, and you can say it's a hip hop influence thing because there might be the odd kind of like I don't know straight. Uh, you know, kind of almost hip hoppy type groove in one tune. It's moving on from that now, um, the genre as a whole, to being to soaking more kind of genuinely into a lot of the music. That, I mean, you know, I love a lot of grunge music. You know, I've grown up loving Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Mudhoney and bands like that, and and kind of like the aggression and the the black and white kind of almost split personality of that music is something that I really interested in writing as a jazz composer um the kind of the the electronic effects and the kind of unpredictable feels of uh dubstep is something that we're really into at the moment but we don't want to just kind of spray them on make it on a much more subtle level soak into the composing and to the improvising and try and make a sound which is you know individual to us and, and and run me through this. I, I think you're because you're, as you said, you you know just just over a year old. You you haven't got that much material recorded yet. I think you released an EP earlier this year. I mean, what 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 are your plans and, and what what is available? Well, <laughs> we say it's an EP. It, uh, it started out with the full intention of being an EP. It turned into an album very quickly, just in terms of the length of material that we had. So it's it's I think it's technically an LP now. Um, <laughs> But, uh, and, but the thing is, because we're in that early stage, we're writing all the time and we've already got more or less an album's worth of new material to put into our set for the tour. So, uh, like I say, new stuff arrives all the time. We were in a rehearsal because first gig of our tour last week and uh, Dan, the guitarist, turns up having written a beautiful tune and just, just was just, just playing it just to warm up, like playing through some chords in the, uh, as we were starting the rehearsal, and we were all like, what's that? And he was like, oh, it's this new tune that I've written. And before you know it, we've got a whole new, uh, some whole new material. And so it's evolving all the time, and it's, it's growing all the time, the amount of material that we've got. Again, which is a really exciting thing, you know. Uh, the sound is honed and developed, and the way we want a sound gets that little bit closer every time we write a new a new piece. So some jazz bands or jazz artists do rely on uh, cover versions or, or standards, or but it, it sounds like that's not so, you, you enjoy the, the 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 freshness and new material by the sounds of it. Yeah, I think part of part of the enjoyment that we've all got out of this band is is, is the writing. I mean, we'll certainly listen to stuff 
and be listening to a lot of bands and saying, oh, I really like what they're doing there. Um, but rather than just doing that, that tune ourselves, we'll try and see how we can incorporate something that they're saying into, into our material. It sounds like probably no two nights are exactly the same. And people, as you say, who, who, who like music outside of jazz, there's enough in what you do to kind of, you know, draw in quite a wide range of people and them have to have a, you know, a really unique evening. It is true, yeah. There's no two performances are ever quite the same. Um, particularly when we first started getting everything together, we would play the same set at three different gigs and mates might come along to see all three and would not realise until the end when, when I pointed it out that we'd been doing the same tunes because they were really evolving in such quick, you know, and the sound was really evolving in such a quick way. Um, we like to think, we'd like to think that our music is quite accessible to people who maybe aren't used to listening to a lot of improvised jazz music. Again, because because we're, we're bringing it from a slightly different place. So I think some people, some people are often put off by the word jazz, but of course, I don't want to use such a cliche phrase, but I hope that there's something for everybody in what we're doing. And, and yet it will be an exciting, Hopefully it will be an exciting and dynamic evening of music. No one tune is ever the same. And I think there's an awful lot of energy in the band. You know, when the guys, when the guys in this band are on fire, it, it really is infectious. And there's, you know, there's real fireworks to be had, but there's real sensitivity as well. And it's, uh, it's, it's a joy to play with them all. It's a joy to play with them. The Mercury Ensemble play the bass King's Place Saturday night jazz events on the 14th of December at 8pm in Hall 2. I'm Ben Eshmade and you've been listening to a King's Place podcast. For more details about this event and tickets, please visit kingsplace.co.uk. Thanks for listening.